So tonight, John, is, uh, is the father-daughter dance at my daughter's school, which will be very, very interesting. This is uh, the fourth, fifth year in a row that we've done it. I'm not really looking forward to it. <laughs> Why? Well, I love, I, I love my father-daughter dates. I love going out with my daughter, and we have a, a blast doing it. But this is a school event. And we go, and every single year, all it is are all the girls in their group with their friends. I, f- I feel like going back to middle school where all the boys were on one side of the gym and all the girls oh, were on the other. So it's, it's like clicky? It's Well, no, it's not clicky. They're, yeah, the girls are all one click because they're all you know in their grades and they're all uh, all of their friends. you know, And they go and they just run around. Sure. While the dads just kind of sit around the edges of the gym watching them run around in circles, and we just sit there and chat. But... The worst part of it is there's no alcohol. So we we have no way to just kind of sit there and relax. We're just, it's that uncomfortable. I see some of these guys twice a year at these sort of events. And yeah, I'm, it's, I, I just never really enjoy it. I, I hate so, to say that because it is, it's a really neat thing to do, but it, it's, yeah, I don't, I do. That's the best way I can describe it. Do you ever spike the punch or no? There isn't any punch. Usually it's, it's bottled water. Well, that's half the and lots. Oh, and that's there. the other part. They have a buffet there, but it's all candy. And <laughs> you know, we try to keep Peyton away from candy, but no, this is just a full load of candy. When you told me that before, I thought candy was one of the mothers. Yeah, I would, well, no, because remember, it's father daughter, not mother daughter. Well, don't the mothers even like serve the candy and stuff? No. I think there, there are maybe no, one or two. There are no grown-up women there at all. Some t- well, the principals uh, uh, for the oh, elementary right. school. This is all elementary uh, school. The principal's yeah. there. Okay. Um, and it's her husband that I hang out with most of the time. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, it seems like he could pull some strings and get some liquor. You guys could have some martinis or something. You'd think, but no. Yeah. yeah not, doesn't <laughs> work no. that way. <laughs> so is it fair to say then the dad, since you're kind of sitting off in the corner, you're like the daddy wallflowers? Yes, Exactly. Uh, hmm. The Wallflower is a great band from the 90s. They are. Um, you know what? Are were actually a great band, are. but yes. So do you but remember aren't who they still all, together? I think. Really? Because they're all dead or half of them are dead. The Wallflowers? Yes. They're not all dead. Oh, aren't they? No. Okay. <laughs> what are you thinking of? Are they sick? No. <laughs> not that I know of. No, I was thinking of, um, I was thinking of the Wilburys. They're all dead. Okay, I don't know who Almost they are, all. so yeah, they're probably dead. They're dead Almost to me. All. Well, <laughs> that's not fair. So that was Tom Petty. Yeah, the Wilburys. Yep. Tom Petty, okay, Roy yeah. Orbison, both dead. Uh, yep. um, who was the Beatle? George Harrison, dead. Right. And uh, I think it was, um, who was the other guy? Was it? Shoot. I can't think who the other guy was. There was another well, guy. If you want to look it up, so the Wallflowers, they started in 1989 with Jacob Dylan as the uh, lead uh, singer and Toby Miller as the guitarist, and they are still around. Um, there's a picture on their Wikipedia page of performing uh, in Minnesota in 2014, but uh, it says years active. They're still active. Huh. Labels well, that's Columbia, Interscope, Virgin. That's yep. awesome. So they're they're all alive. Yes, I was I was yeah. confusing them with the Wilburys, the, and and that the traveling Wilburys, uh, Jeff Lynn. So he was in. Oh gosh, he was in. Uh, oh, do you remember? Um, oh, it's at the top tip of my tongue. Oh, Bob Dylan too. I forgot about Bob Dylan being in there, but hmm. Jeff Lynn was in. in uh, you say it again. Also a Minnesotan. Most people don't know that. That's because whomever is from Minnesota, they very seldom admit it. That's true. Very true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, now I have to see. Gosh. I hate it when my mind just goes away. Oh, my mind is always like that. Crazy. Because this is, I know what the answer to this is. I just can't make my face say it right now. It was... um, (laughs) Your oh, yellow. Of course, it was yellow. I don't know who that is or what that Electric is. Electric Light Orchestra. Come on. Oh, okay. 
It's all this. We have still, we're in the car business. We have too many acronyms as it is. Why throw we do something have like that? Too many acronyms and too few brain cells. <laughs> Way too few. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, present wow. company excluded, of course. Oh, no. My brain cells are shot. I, but I know that. I was just saying that to try to be nice. Well, it's very nice of you. But to, really quick to get back to the, the father daughter dance, here's the other thing that, that's kind of making me not excited for it tonight is. Thursday and Friday, so yesterday and the day before, the school canceled school so that my my daughter has been home for the last two days. Oh, no. Due to, due to illness. Now, she's not sick. Not hers, yeah. No, but the, there's so many people at the school that are ill that they decided to cancel school for a couple of days. And we're not the only school in Nashville to be like that. I, you know what? I heard a, a friend said the same thing, that their school was just a wreck. And, and uh, yeah, I... I, I get, you know, if they're closing school, I hope they're disinfecting the entire place. Exactly. So I'm also, I'm nervous about that. I'm always nervous about getting, going places and getting sick anyways. Wear a I, mask. I should. I should. I don't want I'm the girl face on it with a mustache or something. Oh, I like that. I like that a See? lot. Yeah. I know. It would work very well. Or well, the other because it's a like Christian school, be. I should put a Jesus um, beard on. <laughs> <You> should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You could, if you, if you wear the, well, gee, and they don't have liquor there. Weird. Um, right. Well, and, it's, it's a church of Christ school. Used to be. Okay. I guess I have some holdovers. <laughs> what do you mean it used Not, to be? Not, well, it, no. it started as a, it's, it's, you started as a church of Christ school, but now they're non-denominational. Oh, but it's are. still a Christian school. Well, yeah. Uh, but a lot okay. of the people that are, that still work there are still church of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so they, uh, they, they kind of, they kind of frown on the whole liquor thing in that, well, where I come from, pi- the private schools, all, it was perfectly normal to have liquor everywhere. Good old Catholic <laughs> father, daughter dance. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, yeah. honey, you're going to have to take the wheel. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But you know, it's, it, the, the nice thing is, which is not really a nice thing, and I'm interested to get your opinion on this. Uh-oh. The reason they have this father-daughter dance every year in February, and this will be airing on Tuesday. Saturday now, it'll be airing on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But, John, what is Friday? I know it's your favorite holiday. Friday. Oh, is it Groundhog's Day? No. No, that's that, that was coming and gone. We're, we're going to have an early spring. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. Yeah. Right. Why do you so, say that's my favorite? I don't know. I it's hate an invented it. holiday for us to buy crap for women. Well, I see, I, and, and my wife, thank God she's on board with this because I, this is something I absolutely love about her. I am in the mindset, I love to buy presents for people. I love to buy presents for my wife, for my daughter, except for on days that are you required You're to, supposed to buy yeah, presents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with I you. hate I'm that. With you. Yep. Hate it. So I yeah. agree. But Friday, yep, Friday's going to be Valentine's Day. So we got the father-daughter dance. We've got Valentine's Day. So are you going to do, I, I mean, so hate buying when you're forced to. Are you still going to do it to like CYA? Uh, I already did, technically. So we went out last weekend, actually, and went shopping over Super Bowl. We talked about going shopping. Yeah, right. That was a, a little bit of a mini shopping spree for my wife for Valentine's Day. That was her oh, well, that's nice. Okay. Well, I mean, at least you aligned it and you're ahead of the game, which is better because then it doesn't look like you forgot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You're you're brilliant. I, I try. I try. So do you have any plans for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Let's say yes, I have a really big surprise for Lisa. Okay. Is that just because she's listening and then just in case you'll go out and buy something really big right now? This is actually like proof, so people could play it back and say, "See, he said he was going to, so he knew." Oh, okay, oh, he yeah. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know I, what? And we're I'm much like you, and I've said that before when we were younger in our marriage that it it, it just seems a little bit ridiculous, especially when it's not really celebrating anything except love. Let's have a holiday just. For love, because the rest isn't of that the- you're supposed to be your anniversary, huh? Isn't that supposed to be your anniversary, the day you um, celebrate because of love? Well, no, you can't now because there can't be two days for love. The other 364 days you have to be crap, and yeah, then well, it's just love one day. What's your point? <laughs> I love you twice a year. 
Get over it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But the good news is tonight's the night. That's right. <laughs> you know what I think it is, too, why I don't like it so much and, and why I don't think my wife likes it very much either is because both of us have at one point in our life worked in the service industry. Oh. She was a waitress. I was a bartender. Yep. And I also was a host at one of the restaurants I worked at. And Valentine's Day was the worst day of the entire year to work. I hated it. Hated it. The worst. So never got good tips. No, oh. always. And you just worked your butt off. Oh my gosh. Okay. So busy. the only, the only days, and it's more than one probably that I disliked more than, you know, like a Valentine's day, or let's just say any planned holiday. I remember on president's day, man, we were booked. No, I bet you were, that was at the, <laughs> uh, the Capitol grill, right? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> Nicely done. But you know for a fact that these people don't go out that often. The worst for me was class reunions where, as a bartender because you would get people, you know, and they're kind of shy at first. They haven't seen each other for 10 years or whatever it is. And so they have a couple of courage cocktails and then they go to dinner. They have dinner at the same restaurant typically and then they come back. It's everybody leaves the bar. And we So I ran like a specialized bar that uh, you was – kind of for those types of events. But as soon as they go, they have their dinner and it's the calm before the storm. I mean, there's nobody at the bar and you know, they're coming back. Mm -hmm. And when they did, they were just ridiculous and <laughs> nasty and drunk. And yeah, I had a guy who actually was throwing peanuts at me and nice. Uh, yeah, well, I won't make him dance while you did it. He's the dance only bartender. Guy ever, dance. <laughs> he's the only guy I've ever physically thrown out of the bar. I actually climbed over the bar, grabbed him by the belt and the collar, and flung him into the street. Nice. <laughs> only time I ever did that. So, and he, when you, as it turned out being a dick to other people too, so they oh really? No one cared. So when yeah. you were a bartender, did you go to any bartender school, or did you just start bartending and learn from whatever job you had? I, I actually, yeah, I learned on the job and it was the okay. guy um, back then. I don't remember Nick, if we had to take, uh, if I, if we had to do a test for the state, I think not back then. Okay. You do now. Cause that, well, that... and eventually I did, but there was a license, there had to be a licensed bartender in your bar with you. Okay. Um, anyway, so I eventually did, but the guy I learned from was just a classic bartender and was just, uh, just really brilliant and great with people. And so, yeah, I that's awesome. Lots of credit. So I, I actually still have my license. I, so I did do a school so I could get a license because I was working in Minnesota and Wisconsin and you had to have one in Wisconsin. You didn't have to have one in Minnesota, but because I was going back and forth, it was just safer. So I, I did go to school. And one of the things they taught us to, uh, to get rid of them because bartenders are not bouncers. Usually you have your own security, right? But if you needed to get rid of someone really quick, did you ever learn how to make a cement mixer? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Explain I to the world what a cement I mixer is. <laughs> Do I, I have so many people cement mixers. Did you really? Oh, <laughs> I only gave one out. I only ever gave one out. But oh, tell, tell everyone, tell our listeners what that is. Well, it's, it's, so it's essentially curdling milk. And so mm -hmm. it was, we used Bailey's Irish cream and uh, what was the, uh, and ding ding for Bailey's lime, and lime uh, juice. Rose's lime juice. And yep. so, and, he, and it tasted fine going down, but then if they shook their heads at all, it turned into instant cottage cheese. Yeah. So we were, we were taught to make it a game and we would tell them, okay, you put the, the Bailey's in your mouth first. Then you put the lime juice, and then you then we you grab their heads, and you make sure they're okay oh, with it. Shook it. Yeah, and maybe shook that, it. Yep. Maybe that's yep. what we did. I, it's been so long, my gosh. But yeah, it was awesome. And then it, you don't get a mouthful of cottage cheese, so they're not going to yep. smile at any women. They have to leave. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or it makes them puke if they're really drunk. <laughs> Which is also delightful. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to get back to something you had said earlier because you were a bartender for class reunions and things like that. Yep. So I have never attended one of my class reunions You're for high kidding. school. No, I haven't. And it's been over 20 years now. So we we just recently had a 20-year anniversary, I guess. Um and a class class reunion rather. But 
our class reunion. So we had a graduating class of about 700 people. So That's when they at. do have them, they're very small. Only about 30 people, I guess, show up because I have friends. Oh, that really? go. Yeah. And excuse me. So when when they plan those, not a lot of people go. But I think one of the reasons not a lot of people go anymore is because of social media. And we are scattered. If, if you saw my friends list from people I went to high school with, we're scattered all over the world. So it's sure. not like it's easy for all of us to get back for one of these. But a lot of what goes on, how we learn about what's happening with people and stuff like that all happens on Facebook. There is actually hmm. a, a class of 97, which is when I graduated, a class of 97 page. And we also have a um, Anoka High School alumni page, which is all of the alumni um, or alumnus from Anoka High School throughout the years, anyone that's on Facebook. So we get a lot of information from that. So there really isn't a reason for us to to meet up all the time. Hmm. Is that the same for, for you? Or do you see a lot of similar <laughs> things happening? Or what are, are you a fan of reunions? Well, uh, okay. So we, <laughs> we're you and I are polar opposites when it comes to the number of people in our class because you obviously went to a huge high school. I had 38 people in my graduating class. Nice. Yeah, it's little Monticello, Wisconsin is a small town. When you plug in the toaster, the street lights dim. Interesting. And so so it's pretty tiny. But you know, so we would go and we'd have them. Heck, our five year reunion, I almost everybody came. And then ten years, and then it kind of dwindles. And so now we're well, I won't say, oh, it doesn't matter. We just had our forty. <laughs> your wow. class reunion i know how old am i and uh, but i was held back a couple of years so um <laughs> you mean kidding. you you moved forward a couple of years yeah that's what it was yeah uh back i'm really 70 um so but you know nobody really shows up so this year we just decided we'll get together in a bar and throw back a couple of drinks and it was actually kind of fun we had people who showed up that you know normally didn't a lot of the townies you know from from the town where we grew up would never come. So anyway, it was kind of fun to see some That's people that, that, you know, you don't see very often, but you know, everybody pretty well because it's such a small, such a small class. Yeah. And so did we talk about, I don't remember and forgive me listeners if, if we did talk about it before, but I was just thinking about it while we were talking about this, the last reunion I got invited to wasn't actually my own reunion technically, so I, I went to two different schools. I went to a school in a smaller town in Minnesota when I was until I was about 14, I think, 14 or 15. Okay. And then I went to the big high school um, in a different part of the state. But I got invited to a reunion uh, for the other school, which all of them went through high school together. And uh, it was uh, I was living in Atlanta at the time and obviously couldn't get up there for it. But uh, the person that invited me actually recently passed away. Oh, no. uh, and when I'm saying recently, it was when we were in Texas uh, for hmm. our, our meeting. And yeah. I just it, it just brought back memories because she was one of my really, really, really close friends and um, 41 years old. And she died in her sleep. Oh, it's sad. It's very sad. But it also it's very scary because she's not that old, or at least I don't see her. The, the younger listeners might think that's old. But for us, they're <laughs> that age or older. That's not old, especially yeah. for someone to just die in their sleep. Yeah, for it sure. Was, it was crazy. Although but, if you got to choose a way to go, that's not oh, bad. absolutely. No, that's not a bad way at all. But mm -hmm. uh, the same on the same token. So what I was saying, I'm going to contradict myself, how we do it. The fact that I haven't seen this person in over 20 years is that they kind of hit me a little bit harder because, you know, the, the opportunity, her family, they're very close to my family. And uh, her mom was at actually at my mom's funeral 10 years ago. So I, I got to see her. But, sure. you know, it's you, you lose touch with people that you're very close to because yep. of that, where you have the opportunity to actually see them if you go to a reunion. So that's just you know, sorry. That's so just you know that's what, where my brain went. You know what I'm going to do? That's OK. I'm actually going to. um I'm going to write down one of the guys I went to high school with and um, and I'm going to call him when we're done because I'm going to set him up for lunch. We we had lunch uh, after I was diagnosed with cancer and he uh, he reached out and it was just very nice, you know, something he wouldn't have had to do. And hey, let's get together for lunch. And, and he actually set it up and we had a great time. And 
you know, good catching up and all of that. And I need to call them and return the invite. That's something that's something I'm really, really bad at. I don't know about you, but I'm horrible about keeping up. I have great friends. I have a lot of really great friends, yep, me but too. I just, I just don't reach out enough and I don't communicate with them. Now, granted that, you know, the phone works both ways. So those of you who are listening, you can call me too, but um, <laughs> it is, it is kind of, again, that's where I think social media is a good thing and a bad thing. It's yep. good because we can still keep up with people. You can still see what's happening in their lives. You can watch their children grow. But because we we see that, we have no incentive to actually reach out to them and call and say, hey, well, just want to check in yeah. and see how you're doing. Well, I agree. Although I'm not sure that social media and in particular like Facebook that, you know, where you you have more of the relational stuff. I mean, you can see pictures of them and their families and stuff like that. Uh, I, I think it makes you feel more comfortable with that. And I'll give you an example. Uh, I was uh, in my hometown just the other day and uh, met a friend who runs the grocery store in town. Her parents have run it for years. But I went in with my mom and, and we were picking up a few things and stopped and saw her and, and hugged her. And, you know, just it had been a, a few months. I think I think I think I saw her at the reunion, but uh, just a real comfortable thing. But a lot of it comes from, you know, having connected uh, again on social media at some point. But you're, you're right about that. It's all on how you use social media because it's hey, look, I've I've unfriended and hidden so many people not unfriended, but hidden so many people because of, uh, you know, political posts and just how they, you know, they're just hammering at stuff. And, and I don't need that. I really don't need, I like to wish people happy birthday and maybe catch up on a couple of things. Then get the heck out. Yeah. And, and that's maybe just me, but I don't need to live my life on social media. I don't well, want, and I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying that it's the, it, the information is so accessible that it doesn't, it doesn't make calling someone feel as urgent because, Oh point. yeah, I can see they're doing okay. You know, yep. I, I can they see don't that. need me. <laughs> exactly. They don't need me. <laughs> they're they're obviously obviously alive. without me. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, I, what I actually liked was before our last class reunion, before I saw everybody, it was, it was nice to be able to kind of catch up and, and uh, check, Oh, I, I guess stalk them uh, before the reunion. So <laughs> I could ask, I could ask relevant questions rather than so. What have you been doing since high school? You know, forty years ago. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> anyway, that that's the value to me of social media, and not, you know, not a lot beyond that. No, it doesn't really have much value beyond that. Well, that's it's what coming we from do. people that work in the industry that we hawk it all day long. That's for sure. Hey, and the other thing, and just to give you an excuse, because uh, you certainly need it, um, the, you know, as much as we travel and stuff, it's tough to fit that time in. It's not like I know they, you know, I'd love to see them, but I'm too busy for them. It's not like we consciously make that decision. It's just life gets in the way and, and yeah. if you let it, then it, it's even worse. But yeah, uh, I think you got to take those chances when you think about it, that that stuff doesn't happen accidentally. It's a reason to, you know, give somebody a holler and see what's up. Right. Yeah. Or you can catch right. up with them with the father-daughter dance. Exactly. Well, that's that's a whole other conversation about having close friends and stuff like that. I don't really, in Nashville, I don't really have that many really close friends sure. that I can just call up or that I don't miss calling, you know, um, or do miss calling, whatever that means. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking most, most of the friends that I have that are close enough that it's one of those, cause you know, you have your best friends that you, you could see them, not see them for 20 years, get in the same room. And it's like, you saw them yesterday. Right. And I, I really, and that to me, I've said that for years that that really is a measure of, of a good friend. <clears throat> it's not like you, you know, you, you didn't miss them or whatever, but that's not really the point of it. When you see them again, it's like it, you were never apart as you said. Exactly. Exactly. And I have a lot, but most of them are scattered everywhere. You know, one of them's in Australia. He's the furthest away. I've got others that are in St. Louis, some in Minnesota, some in Alaska. You know, it's they're they're all over the place. 
none in Nashville. You guys should move to Nashville. Putting that, <laughs> just putting that out there. Yeah, I guess it depends where he is in Australia. If if I, you know what I liked uh, Melbourne or Mebbin as they call it, Melbourne, uh, Mel- Mebbin, yeah, whatever. Beautiful city, really cool. I mean, there are Melbourne, there are many Melbourne. beautiful cities there, but Mebbin, yeah, um, Mebbin. Yeah, I don't remember. I think he's. I know he's near Sydney, but I he just moved okay. away from Sydney. Sydney is, but also I don't think really he cool. went far. Like he's an hour outside of Sydney, or well, maybe okay. two hours something. Like I, that. So when I got there, and I'm not, I'm not moving into an Australia uh, chat. But this, uh, when I was there, I I was a little bit concerned about driving on the left side of the road. Yeah. So I hired a guy to uh, just give me a tour of the city, like an inside tour. And, and, oh, nice. uh, and he, was, he was great. The guy was, I mean, not only fun to hang around with, but uh, he had, oh gosh, I can't, I think he had a big Mercedes that he just cruised around it. And he's, I said, just take me to the cool places. The I don't need to see the touristy things. Just take me. And we did a couple, you know, saw the opera house and the Harbor bridge and, and those things. But he took me to some backwards bar that he used to hang out. And he's like, as I need, you know, protection, obviously, but he's hanging with me wearing a suit. Nice. <laughs> just, keeping an eye on things to make sure everything is cool. <laughs> but it was he your own secret service. a couple hundred bucks. It was well worth it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I've never been to Australia. I want to really bad. I want to go see TJ. And believe Let's it or go. not, TJ is our, was our very first listener. You're kidding. That's awesome. I'm not kidding. Well, yeah, we, I, oh, I oh. even showed it on the stats for our very first episode. Very first listener was from Australia, and it was TJ. That's awesome, TJ. Okay, so and you're assuming it's TJ. No, I know it's TJ okay. because I, I told him, hey, I'm launching this podcast. It goes up tomorrow, which is today for you. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. So tell me how I did yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yes, I think we owe it to him to probably go visit. We absolutely, we should do a show there. I do. So uh, we, we had discussed at one point uh, interviewing him uh, Mm -hmm. and I, he wants to, we just have to put some time together. It's a little bit more difficult when, if we call him on a Saturday morning, uh, that's Saturday morning here, it's already what Sunday afternoon. No, sure. It's in the middle of the night between Saturday and Sunday there. So it's a little bit more difficult. Um, So I have to ask you, yeah, I have to ask you this. You've obviously spoken with TJ, or maybe not obviously. If you've spoken to him since he's been there, has he picked up the Aussie accent? Uh, no, he has not. Okay. Uh, there, there were a couple of little things that he said, it, it, and it wasn't this, but it's, you know, how they call the trunk a boot. Yeah. Um, so little things like that he was saying. But not with an accent. No, he still had his his Minnesota accent. And I find that interesting. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you want to keep the Minnesota accent as long as you can. Absolutely. Yeah, fellas over there. I I don't know them fellas. They're uh, no, uh, no, I think they're it's, it's I think it's in the boot. <laughs> it's in the boot. That means something completely different in Minnesota. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, so it's interesting though how some people pick up accents i was in yeah. texas for a while for work years ago and uh moved there oh probably for six months and one of the dealers i was calling on uh was a car dealer not drug dealer one of the car dealers i was calling on said you know i don't understand it you've been coming here for months now and you've lived here for months and yet you haven't picked up the Texas draw. And I'm going, well, that's not who I am. Now you'd think I was being fake then. He says, no, no. <laughs> he says, you'd be amazed. Some people who moved down here for a week and they already are speaking with a draw like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. So yeah. you wonder about, if suddenly as Madonna, she's turned into a Londoner just because she has to speak with that more do, that yep. better accent. Whatever. Yeah. No, I think it's a little ridiculous. I, I do know, having lived here now for 13 years, something like that, I, I do once in a while slip into a Southern accent. But if I'm thinking about it, I won't. I haven't. Heard... Sometimes I'll do it on purpose, too, because I've I've gotten really good at it. I've heard you do that, yeah. Or you do it on purpose. Yeah. 
Yeah. I did it last I, night and had my, had my daughter rolling in stitches because I went super country. All right. Well, we're waiting. No, I'm not going to do it. I'll do it when you're not do even. When, I'll do it when no one's expecting it. Okay. We're not expecting it. I'm looking the other way. <laughs> Go. <laughs> I can't do it on the spot like that. It's like you asking me to to, uh, to mimic somebody or or do a, an impression. I can't do it. I can't do it on the You're spot. You're never going to be able to take this, you know, to like the voice or anything where you just, no. you don't have to sing anything. You just come out and you speak with a southern drawl. Do you think not the voice, but uh, America's Got Talent? Do you think they have a section for podcasting? And if they do or they did, <laughs> do you think we'd win? Um, do you know the phrase "no, no"? Uh, that's, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if they don't, then we, let's say, yes, we'd win. I think so. Yeah. They don't have I, a podcast thought of course we'd win. to submit a podcast for America's Got Talent. Yeah. We'd have to do a short one because they'd get tired of us. Oh, uh, well, that, most of our listeners have. <laughs> hey, but they sleep really well during this they podcast. They do sleep really well. That's, you know, they say that some people need to listen to a podcast or a book or something like that when they're going to bed. So they'll put their earbuds in and they'll just fall asleep. That's probably why we have so many listeners. They're not really listening, but Hey, it does mean we're invading their dreams. Well, and that's just it. We're giving them that, that, uh, uh, subconscious connection and they come out one day, they'll just wake up and start speaking with a Southern draw. That's right. We're talking about, So speaking of Southern drawl, one of the most iconic of our age, of my age, uh, Southern drawls or Texas Southern drawl is Matthew McConaughey, right? Sure. One of the most famous lines that he's had in any movie came from Dazed and Confused when he said, all right, all right, all right. Yes. And that's kind of his MO. It has become his MO. But did you know that was completely by accident? Like that was not meant to be in the movie. Okay. The, direct, the director had actually I said, I, I don't know if the director had said action yet, but he had started rolling the cameras and he was talking before action and Matthew said, all right, all right, all right. Because <laughs> he was talking to the director. He wasn't talking. He wasn't doing a line. And then <laughs> they just rolled into it and it was just so cool that they kept it in the movie. They kept it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So have you ever seen the movie Arthur? Uh, with no. Dudley Moore? Yes. Have you seen it? Uh, it's been a long, long time. Well, for me too. It's an amazing movie, but it they claim movie. that that many of his lines he was just ad libbing, and the whole scene where he's in talking to his potential father-in-law, and there's a moose on the wall. <laughs> that whole scene, from what I understand, was him just winging it. <laughs> and really, some funny, funny stuff. Uh, but yeah, pretty, he was a very talented comedian, but, uh, and keyboard player, by the way. Yeah. I've, uh, I've heard that. And also quite a drinker. And well, I, you know, I'm, I certainly his character was, I don't know if he was nearly the drinker his character was <laughs> much like well, Dean I've, Martin, who was, who was renowned as a big drinker, but he was, as I understand, uh, kind of a light drinker, actually. He just played really? off the. Well, and so the same with uh, what's that comedian? Um, Foster Brooks. No, no, no. The one he's uh, more modern. He was on uh, tour with uh, Jeff Foxworthy. He's always got a drink oh, in his hand. Ron, uh, Ron White. Yeah, Ron White. I yeah. he's not. I guess he's not as big a drinker as he portrays. That's his. Well, I just, again, I don't know how he could be because it was. But that was yeah. all his. It was part of his shtick, you know. He exactly. had a cigarette and he had a had a glass of scotch, and off he went. Yeah, but uh, but, but I think to some remember, extent we, we all kind of do that because you you know me. We talk about drinking on this podcast. We talk about being bartenders and things like we that. Talk about but, drinking during this podcast, well, exactly. But in general, <laughs> I really I really don't drink this that much. I mean, we were so we were in Texas. Everyone knows we were in Texas a few weeks ago, and um. I, I have to say, uh, there, I, I did, I drank a lot more than I normally do, mm-hmm. but I still did not drink that much. Yeah, I just, I can't do it. I just, I maybe I used to be like that, but I'm not that way anymore. I just, it makes yeah, me feel. I like the it's taste wonderful of it. to not, because <laughs> you, the older you get, the more you pay for it. Yep, yep. I can get a hangover just thinking about drinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> Think about drinking white Zinfandel and you'll have a hangover before you're done saying the word. Oh, now you gave me nasty. a hangover. Oh, it's a hangover in a bottle. Yeah, it really is. Really is. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, speaking of Dudley Moore, you heard <laughs> yeah. the news earlier this week. Uh, I think it came out on Wednesday, maybe. Kirk Douglas. Do you hear the news? I did that he passed away at 103 years old. And three years old. Yep. Yep. Incredible. I thought he was can dead I, a long time. Hey, can I just say this? And I don't mean this in a bad way or, or in, in a disrespectful way. He had huge ears. Did you see? Oh, that? yeah. Besides oh, yeah, ears. And I guess as we age, that happens. So it's not a big surprise. But his were really big. Yes. Yes, yeah. they were. Some African elephants were looking at him going, geez. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I wonder, I didn't see any pictures. I wonder if they showed any pictures because his son looks horrible. I can't imagine what he looked like at 103 really? years. I don't think he looks horrible. He's married to Catherine. Zeta he is. Jones. He's starting to look a little bit better because he was in Ant-Man and Ant-Man Returns and he's starting to look healthier. But it wasn't he. He got sick. He had cancer. He did have cancer. It wasn't uh, throat cancer, I think. I think so. Yeah. So he got, I mean, he went, I I thought for a while he was going to be gone. Yeah. But yeah. I guess he bounced back. He apparently did, but yeah, I think he looks good. He's uh, they showed uh, uh, what was it Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday? They showed uh, a picture, maybe it was on Instagram even, of uh, him with his dad, Michael, and his dad side by side, and and uh, of course his dad was much older, you know, but uh, Michael still's got great hair and and all of that. Yeah, hair's overrated. I, you know, I wouldn't know. Um, you ever since you've gotten the toupee, I think it's really made a difference in your. No, no, I never got a toupee. The, the line was you had to pay with a toupee, or maybe a wig, maybe like like no, no, a no. You, rocker wig. You're still mistaken. I didn't get anything for my head. You told me I had to pay for this <laughs> podcast. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No hair. You were waiting you, for me to say that. Yeah. Oh, I was. Did you ever watch on, were you ever a fan of the Food Network? I am today. Did, yes. did you watch any of the way back in the 90s, early 2000s, the Alton Brown um, food, uh, what is it? Oh, crap. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, well, he did like a, a wild kitchen thing. I can't think what it was called. No, this was the one where he was doing, it was a lot of science with a lot of the cooking that he was doing. Well, um, that was that was part of this other one too. The I can't think what it was called. This is, you know what? If we were younger, we'd know this stuff. Right off oh, the top absolutely. Well, I watched, so the, he's rebooting it. So he's going to have a, a new one coming out soon, but cool. he has done right now to promote it. He is doing a, um, rebooting some of the old ones so he'll play some of the old ones and he'll stop it and then he'll talk about what he did wrong in that episode and talk about the truth so like one we watched last night not last night uh, a couple nights ago was on pasta and he's in the original he said you got to use a lot of water like a gallon for a pound of pasta and he said so he stopped it and said that's not true <laughs> and then he would go through the science of why it's not true and oh. how you can actually make better pasta. So, so it was the, really interesting. But the, uh, go ahead. Well, and there are some cool ways to make. Yeah, I've seen some of the the awesome ways to uh, to make pasta really good. And if you ever watch Chopped, Good Eats, uh, Good Eats—that's the name of it. Good Eats. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, Cutthroat Kitchen is the one I was thinking about. Right. Uh, and that was a fun show. Um, Interesting <laughs> to say the least, but uh, yeah, that was. Uh, I don't think I ever saw Good Eats. That was uh, that was the science based stuff, though, and he yep. did some of that or uh, integrated it into Cutthroat Kitchen too. That's what he's known for. Well, he's <laughs> known for several because he was oh, on yeah, Iron Chef America, and he was on uh, uh, the best thing I ever made or the best yep. thing I ever ate, or whatever. and then road tripping with Alton Brown road tripping yeah he took a motorcycle all over the united states and and did a, a whole show stopped each episode in a certain place and talked about the food in that um that roadside attraction or whatever oh cool 
Yeah. I thought you'd, I thought that would be right up your alley because it's motorcycling. Well, but it's all where, you know, all where we, uh, I started watching Food Network probably at least seriously with Chopped. Um, yeah. So before that, and, you know, some of, there are episodes, they've got like 40 seasons of Chopped, whatever that means. Yeah. I, I don't know if they had two seasons a year or, you know, I think more, they did. That place is either crazy. that or they count all of the other chopped extensions like chopped kids and stuff like that kind of yeah. like uh, uh oh, house hunters true. house hunters has a million seasons but it's only been on for 20 years i don't that's know that's true i made that up and that's those okay so so many of those uh, I, that's when i look at some of these they're just so overproduced some of those shows especially the hgtv shows that they right you know they're just they do so much of the HNG TV. You what? HNG TV. That's what my wife calls it. HNG. (laughs) It's because it's HGTV, but it's actually Home and Garden Television Network. So it's HNG. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, what is people putting S's at the end at the end of words like Kroger's, or or (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But uh, what are some of the other ones? Kroger's. Um, There was. A fun one in, uh, uh, oh gosh, my growing up in southern Wisconsin, there was a place called uh, Monroe, which was close to us, the Monroe Cheese Corporation. No surprise, we made cheese in southern Wisconsin. No, some some people would, well, where'd you get a job? Well, I'm going to work in the summer at the Cheese Corps. Cheese and it's corporation. You don't shorten oh. corporation to C O R P S, which is like the Marine Corps. It's not the same. So we teased people who said that that they needed some sort of marching music to go with it. <laughs> yeah, it was. That's it was, funny. Yeah, so that's anyway. funny. And speaking yeah. of pasta, before pasta. Yeah, speaking of pasta, Scott Cone. If you've ever watched Chopped, he is so picky about pasta. He's like well known for his Italian cuisine. So if hmm. you make pasta while he's one of the judges, you better kick its butt. Otherwise, you will be chopped. <laughs> I'm almost never a big fan of Chopped. I got to admit. Well, it's it. Yeah, we, we really do like it because it's kind of a challenge. Lisa's a good cook. And so. Uh, it it challenges her, especially you know, what do you make uh, out of these four items in the basket? And for her, she always come, you know, she's thinking it through and how to repurpose the ingredients. They want you to do that, and and so on. For me, it's always the same. I just go, I would make Jello out of all four of them, and that's it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't win. No, me either. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't watch it because I watch it and go. I, I couldn't do better than that. Hmm. We actually did it with a dinner party once, and it was kind of fun, where we had uh, three other couples over. And oh, that would be fun. Yeah, the game was chopped, so everybody had four ingredients they had to make something with. So it was, yeah, it was really fun. Huh. I would I like that idea. Maybe that's the next dinner party. So you've got you've got some ingredients with you, because I, I just sent you some ingredients. I do. Yeah. Let's let's talk about your ingredients. What are you going to do with these ingredients? Well, I'm going to make something. Uh, I know you may like what I make first, but if I make any more, you'll want Samoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. No, no we're not going to go into the thin mint. Nick was kind enough to send me some uh, out of state Girl Scout cookies. And be careful. It was not out of state. We did not drive them across uh, borders. Oh, wait, that's just yeah. liquor, isn't it? You can, well, you can drive food across the border. Actually, I've, I'm dipping the Thin Mints in liquor right now. Nice. Um, liquor's Andy's dandy, <laughs> but liquor's quicker. Candy's dandy, but sex don't rot your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you can try that if you want to. All right. Um, no, so Nick was kind enough to send me. Peyton is selling Girl Scout cookies, and she's my favorite Girl Scout. So I thought it was only right that I would do business with her. And we don't really, uh, since uh, our son is well out of school and all of that, we don't have any kids necessarily in the neighborhood that we 
would buy from. So yeah, but you you will eventually because it don't you have a granddaughter? We do, and she's not right in the neighborhood. But uh, yeah, we'll eventually if she decides to be a Girl Scout or uh, a brownie or whatever yeah. they do these days, um, we will. will it's not the same as they used to, and I think actually you you bought at a good time because. The last I heard, Peyton is not going to be doing it next year. So you, you sound like uh, someone who just sold me a car. Hey, no, no, really, you bought it a good time. You, you did. You bought it a good time. <laughs> bought it a very good time. And not only did I get several boxes, eight, I think. Oh yeah, this of, is this is the, uh, the this is the important part. So yeah, there, there's a specific person who's listening right now who will be very excited to hear this part. Go, John, go. I really like the cookies. No, no, no. I've got more. I, I've I've enjoyed the cookies. Eight boxes of cookies, and then there was more in the box. It was sort of like if you buy Cracker Jack, you always got the prize too, and you go, "Whoa, I got the prize!" The prize for me was two jars of Craig's famous barbecue sauce. Heaven on a pig, baby. Wait to taste it. They are exceptionally good. I have I've been eating uh, Heaven on a Pig pr pretty much exclusively for uh, for several years now, and I've even I've even been a part of the process to make it. That what you have, Craig, I helped to make. What? Yeah, I did. did you wash your hands? No, absolutely. <laughs> and I used my hands to mix it. What a shock. Yeah, it was yeah. when I had a cold, remember? It was, yeah. You remember? I think I called you. I was like, <laughs> I'm making your barbecue sauce right now. All I heard was, ah, and then you had barbecue sauce everywhere. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I remember. No, no, well, this, good, is, yeah, this, this is, is, this is uh, a really, really good barbecue sauce. Um, if, you, if anyone ever wants any, just... DM me and I will set it up with Craig and and he'll he'll send you some. He was going to start a business and we did do an online business for a little while, but uh, now he just kind of makes it. We'll call it handcrafted barbecue sauce. He used to use it in his own barbecue restaurant, right. uh, but now he just makes the sauce and and sells it to uh, to friends. And sometimes every year he does a, an event for his local um, Lowe's. And he makes a whole bunch of barbecue and barbecue sauce and uh, sells it there too. So, um, oh, cool. like I said, if if uh, if anyone wants to try some, just hit me up and I'll uh, I'll get you hooked up with Craig. And if you want to wait until I try it, which will be soon, I'm actually and I mentioned it to Nick. I'm I'm thinking about uh, uh, getting a pork shoulder and smoking it and then using it with that, and I'm sure it will be absolutely incredible. So, but if you want my actual post barbecue meal review then uh stick around for uh, i'm i'm sure i'm sure he'll take a lot of pictures and post it on instagram and facebook right right john eat drink road eat drink road eat drink road and potty mouths at or mouth potty, potty. Mouths or mouths potty if you if you look us up on twitter <laughs> but you can also search for us on facebook at potty mouths at Potty Miles, indeed. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or just you just go to PottyMiles.com and you can see all the links for all those spots. That's exactly it. And links to some of our sponsors, including Knock Around, Share Sale, Buffy, and Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is the system that we use to uh, not record our podcasts. We use a different system for that, but to actually publish our podcasts to all of your favorite podcast listening uh, apps or uh, areas or RSS feeds or whatever you want to call them. Um, that's how we get all of that stuff out there. That's where we put all of our show notes, which you can find information about Buzzsprout in our show notes. And uh, like John said, head over to our website to get more information about all of this other stuff. I might even, if I can uh, double check because I did do his website, I might have let it slide. Don't tell him that because we don't use it. But uh, I might actually put a link down there for uh, Heaven on a Pig. I, I can link to his Facebook page, Heaven on a Pig, because he does still post up to that anytime he makes oh. sauce. So that's a great search for to, on uh, Pig Mr. Craig Church. Say yeah. that again. I said, or, and just search on Facebook for Heaven on a Pig and you'll find Craig. He is, and if you didn't hear the podcast with him on it, the Potty Mounds episode, check it out because it was pretty awesome. And oh, it, way, was, it was great. I actually, I was in a store this past week, um, and someone commented on it and and 
that was one of their favorite episodes. They said that that guy, I I, I think he was your father-in-law or something. The guy <laughs> with the really thick Southern accent. I love that guy. So they, they awesome. and he's fun, man, fun and funny too. Yeah, but that is, and while I'm thinking about it, that's really a good rule of thumb. If you run across somebody that you think would enjoy potty mouths, just tell them. Just pick one person and tell them about potty mouths. We'd love to have them join us. We'd love to have you and all your friends listening, so you have some potty mouths crap to talk about yeah, <laughs> after the exactly. episodes are done. I, but we'd appreciate that very much. And uh, I couldn't have said it. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think it, exactly what John said. If 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 you if you want to support our show, if you want to help us grow, so we can keep creating content and and keep uh, building on some of the topics that we've we've discussed over the last year and a, a year and a month. It's been a whole year and a month. Um, yeah, just all you have to do, just to, this is be the biggest support that you could anyone could ever do for us. Just go and ask one other person to listen if you really so, really enjoy what you're listening to. Let me tell you the one thing I love about Nick. Nick said, and he's it's just like a, a faint F-E-I-N-T, where he says, I could not have said it better, John, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yep. <laughs> yep. So not only I did you try, I didn't really say it better. I just said it. I, I repeated it. We have to do it one more time for people to remember. Remember? Remember, remember three times, three times. Three time, wait, is it three times makes them remember or three times makes them sick? Both. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Because if you get sick, then they're going to associate that memory with the sickness and then they'll remember it every time they get sick. Or if they're sick, they'll have to stay home from work and they can listen to other episodes of potty mouths. Hey, my, my daughter got to stay home twice last week. So why not? Yeah. Well, and that we've kept the swearing to a minimum. Have we? Page. Have we really? Well, in your mind it doesn't count oh well <laughs> then then i'm just gonna have to close it by saying fuck you eric <laughs> oh thanks for that take care everybody <laughs> see ya